before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life. Welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. With me, second time this week, Peter Leinenweber, Jensen Mizrak. Two days in a row. Unbelievable. It's first for me. I don't I mean, know. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Back-to-back days. I mean, yesterday we were talking about how we're a weekly podcast, but we're lucky if we... Are we daily <laughs> even, now? I mean, really. <laughs> we're just going to put this out right after. So two, two podcasts in two days. I it's thought great. let's it's just great. let's just bank it, you know, and just put it out more regular. But yeah. no, just going out. It's going out. Going out when we want. Just when we finish. Have you ever seen some of those like people that do like YouTube videos or um, I I guess you could just say influencers mm-hmm. and like during the holidays they might do like you know the twenty five days of Christmas and they do like a video every day or yeah. like a something like that. Like yeah. Good idea, sure. Let's just let's just state now that we'll never do that. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good I think say. our listeners assumed that out of us. <laughs> I was exactly. going to go the other it's way. Like, I think don't get your do hopes up back to back days. We're days not going to do that. <laughs> twenty five days of podcasts. That'd be well. I mean, be on like. With some thought, I'm sure it could be cool, but... You need, like, five half-baked ideas podcasts. Yeah. Do the 44 podcast for Lent, 44 days of Lent. Oh. We're already two weeks in, though, so we're a little late. I love, I love Lent. That was my favorite <laughs> liturgical season. How about you, Pete? I mean... I mean, I love Easter. I don't, I don't know if I love... If it was my favorite liturgical season, I think the... Christmas season is probably one of my more favorites between the two. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of ordinary time. There's, yes. I think, like 30-some weeks of it. Yes. So we know what that is like. But Yeah. Why know. was it your favorite? Yeah, I guess we'll go well, there. Well, more the idea of it. I mean, the, the evangelicals don't really, like, go into Lent that much. But, like, mm. in my own, like, reading and observance personally, yeah. it's just Lent is the time of, like... uh I mean, they do Ash Wednesday. Have you done Ash Wednesday ever? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what they say? No. Pete? Something about... hmm. I don't know. Something like you're made from dust. dust. You're made from dust. We start at dust, we end at dust. And you end at dust. You will return. As soon as you said dust, I'm like, I remember now. Which is like the the best reminder. You know? Yeah. It's a good reminder. Yeah. That I think... It's a great reminder. I mean, it's like more... It's more impactful in a day-to-day yeah. experience than, um, than I don't know. Cr- yeah. Christmas is good, but it's like what you know. Christmas de- to me is Christmas to me is more about like family. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's you're definitely together. Different. You're singing these songs. There's there's not quite as much maybe like reflect. Well, I don't know. You could argue that you're seeing like the divine in the world. What whatever. But yeah. I'm gonna go with. Yeah, you're you making a good sell for Lent being. Uh, your favorite. I like that quote. It's a great reminder, like you said. When I was a when I was a, a pastor, I did this this online thing that this guy my this philosopher Peter Rollins that I've maybe talked about before, but he he's like sort like Christian adjacent, but he hosts a thing called Atheism for Lent. And over like the forty days of Lent, you like pretend to be an atheist to have your your minds like opened challenged wow. so you read like critiques of of religion yeah and god like during lent it's like a interesting wow it's like my kind of my kind of weird <laughs> thing that's probably pretty hard for some people yeah i mean i mean the, the only people who do it like know what they're getting in like, yeah, yeah they like this yeah. kind of like deconstruction type sure, thing sure. of like let's figure out what this actually is as opposed to like just going along with the flow yeah. as always so yeah. um yeah that's a that's pretty cool that go through something like that for 40 days and it's yeah. very symbolic yeah yeah i mean i mean has has lent started i i don't even yeah it has it has when it started two weeks ago tomorrow all right yeah was ash wednesday but i suppose i i I'm, i want to be clear that i like the idea of lent i don't necessarily practice it anymore sure. but it's it's okay so you didn't give anything up for lent this did year did not never did did you I gave up ice cream. 
I don't eat a lot of ice cream, so that may not have been the best one to do, but I do love ice cream. Kate and I together gave up ice cream, um, and I gave up. That's all I did. That's all you did. That's all I did. Well, my mom growing up always encouraged us to to, to not give something up, but to do something mm-hmm. extra. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I thought that yep. was kind of a cool okay. thing, yeah. way to look at it. That's what she did. Heard that one. Sure. I remember growing up giving up a couple did things. Did you do but, anything extra? Um, I'm trying to think. I nothing stands out to me. I because again, I haven't really practiced sure. any anything for 40 days mm-hmm. um, for Lent in particular, but. One of my buddies in college, he was hardcore with the Lent. Like he he would do something really challenging every every year. The one that that I remember the most was he gave up hot water for forty days. Wow. So he took cold wow. showers. Actually, like couldn't that. use hot water to cook with. Like it, you, you couldn't it. cook with hot water. I I get like not turning the maybe, stove hot, but like cooking. Maybe I don't know. But it was you can it heat was, that. That's like cave. Well, he gave man. up hot water though. It you was know, hardcore, like, man. So no coffee, no coffee. Yeah, that, that was definitely one. It was like, oh. yeah, it was like what some if it was of the cold drinks. Brew, though? And at yeah. what point does <laughs> yeah. the yeah, does like warm is warm water okay? Like if he has a cold drink and it gets warm, yeah, at think, what point can I he think not? That was fine. I think okay. that was fine. I think it's, it's like hot heated water. water heated. Is what we're it was like it was here. like the it was the idea of like how Texas yeah okay it was it was like the idea of how hot water can be a comfort. Yeah, sure. and taking that comfort away, and I was yeah. like, Damn, "Wow, bro. good for him!" And he did it. That's cool. Yeah, it. In college, I gave up Facebook for uh, Lent. It's wow. hard, but it's good. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, reframed the way you think about certain things. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's our uh, <laughs> weekly check-in Lenten on recap. the Catholic calendar. Um, write us a message if you're giving up anything for Lent. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> trying to practice for 40 days don't do that we're too late we're too late we're too late yeah. um okay what we are doing here is following up on our discussion from yesterday yes. about um what 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 ken wilbur calls lines and levels of development which is a really cool sounding thing so i went back and i did a little more doing a little more uh research into the background some of this stuff it's actually going to tie quite nicely into our conversation. You'll find Great. out in a second. Great. Um, and then we're going to go into our, the you know the six areas that we talked about last time: physical, technical, mental, emotional, social, spirit of the game. We're gonna we're gonna come up with our own since since Vision Fifty Four doesn't give us enough definition. We're gonna have to we're gonna be the people who come up with the official definition we're of these here things. To do the work, and then we're gonna right. do the work, and then we're gonna explain. We're gonna figure out a way of like how would you. What would be a helpful way to measure this? And like, who are you kind of comparing yourself mm-hmm. against? So that's where we're going. So um, there's a couple of things they write in their book about about these these things. And they, I'll just read it. It says, as human beings, we have an exterior world and an interior world. If you're going to be great at something, you need to have good access to both. When you apply this filter to golf, you see that a great deal of effort has been expanded on developing the exterior of the individual and the game, mainly fitness, technique, and equipment. Golfers' technical skills are fairly advanced, relatively speaking, because that's where they put most of their energy. Wilbur and Michael Murphy, who they also write about, they believe that only an integral approach to the body, mind, emotions, heart, and spirit can truly access to your full capabilities and thus the flow zone or peak performance state. So they're saying to get in this like peak performance or like in the zone, you need to access all of those things, not just the exterior ones. Um, Wilbur says that these performance states are the equivalent of altered or non-ordinary states of consciousness and have parallels in the world's great meditative and and contemplative systems. In short, spiritual experiences can occur in sports. Wow. wow. So that's what he's getting. That's what they're getting at here. You can have these experiences that transcend the world, transcend your ordinary life um, in sports, in golf. Cool. Uh, sounds great to me. Um, he also says every area of life is a place to practice and to develop as human beings. It's cool. Cool stuff. So, um, all right. Do you have any, do you have any thoughts about that? Do you, do you buy it? I I Go like ahead. the I like the 
separation between internal and external because that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we've talked about that before of hard skills and soft skills is how we've described it to people before in kind of sit downs with how we structure our programming sometime, especially our N360 program of, hey, we're going to work on your technical skills and your your hard skills, but but we're really going to focus on your soft skills because we're an all-encompassing program here and to be able to get you to the level that you feel like you would like to play at, it requires attention to that internal side of how these these people are talking about it, which it's great. So definitely familiar, but I think I like the structure that, maybe not the structure, but just the way that they're talking about how these things are actually really beneficial yeah. to you. Yeah, I agree. I thought the separation between the interior and exterior world uh, of us all, like the like you or like the quote in there of what was it? If most of us put a lot of our effort into the exterior yeah. world, and thus the skill is relatively higher, um, but as far as the other side of it, the interior world, we don't don't really pay a ton of attention to that, or at least the majority of golfers. Thought that was interesting. Buying a new driver will fix it all. Yeah. Yeah. It'll fix my slice. <laughs> Depends who you ask. You're right. You know? It's true. Um, it does. So, well, but, th- but I mean, that is an interesting point of like driver would, wherever you put that under technical or something, like if, if you see it as a portion of like one of these six things, it's actually like not that important to what you're doing. If you actually buy that, the things they're saying. I mean, do you guys, ha- how have you thought about this more since, since yesterday of like, they, they're making kind of an argument that all of these six things like are of equal importance to your performance or to like access these, like your, these peak performance places. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're equal. Um, I think they're all important in different in varying ways, but I think like, there have been golfers that have had tons of success that may not have had the spirit of the game at the forefront of their mind. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I certainly think it's important for the enjoyment of the game. There's also probably good golfers. There's also probably really good golfers who have not had any of these things at the forefront. Right. Like there are golfers who don't have technique at the forefront that, you know, Mm. people who talk about Bubba Watson says like, I never taken a lesson. So like, Mm -hmm technique is not something he's thinking about so he's thinking about other things so um yeah i don't know they didn't always have golf our jobs didn't always used to exist no so yeah people no, just had true. to figure it out on their own it's true yeah and i think that's kind of a that's a cool thing to think about of like how we help how we help people right i think there's such a default in in coaching to help people with technical skills and and just start to unload knowledge like a fire hydrant and uh well, i think that's what people want and that is what people want but i think i like and I've, I've definitely seen our coaching kind of shifting especially myself over over probably this off season the most and and i think it probably started last off season too of starting to look at things maybe from a different perspective and kind of like a little more detached instead of like hey let's just get into the weeds and like make sure that that wrist looks good up at the top yeah. right and <laughs> Um, making sure that we know how to like change club path and things like that. Like these are good skills to know how to do, but Mm -hmm. to me, my players that I see on a regular basis, I'm spending way more time on these things than um, these human skills as vision 54 would call it than, than anything else. And, and I think people's technique gets better the more you can get them focusing on their human, their human skills and what their, what their intentions are, Mm. Um, which is cool. So I'm ready I'm ready to dive in a little more here. All right. So we're going to come up with our better definition of each one of these first. So f- physical physical skills. What do you guys think that that should be? Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, flexibility, strength. That's where I my mind went to yesterday. Was yeah, that's more. my mind yesterday went to like the gym. Yeah. But I think there's more to it. I'm wondering yeah. if you have any. Yeah, I think there is too. My my first thing, the first word that came to my mind was balance. Yeah. Because um, I feel like that's a really core fundamental that we coach here for like anytime we're working with a junior or 
um, or a, I, I would say maybe a beginner golfer is like, hey, can you swing to balance or could you jump over here and mm-hmm. land softly or could you, you know, I don't know, do, do mm-hmm. sort of yeah. plant, plant in yourself and be balanced and make a rotational move with like those jousting sticks that we have at yeah. Canal, you know, things yeah. like that. And so I think balance is a big one. Um, I feel like hand-eye coordination oh. is a good physical one because mm-hmm. you need to be able to develop judgment of mm-hmm. how you're going to hurl something yeah. and then develop your reach to the ball to like be yeah. able to make centerness a contact. Also like hand eye coordination to like connect with the target to like judge distances with yeah. like putting. The and eyesight goes along with that too. Yeah, I mean. visualization I think is huge. Um I think and then I I mean my mind definitely goes to the gym too to like how do you create speed and power? I think it's important to understand physical components of how the body can create a whip and a swing and speed with good synchronization and good movement and good, um, uh, just good movement patterns and, and really creating speed in a way that feels effortless. Cause I think a lot of people will think physical and think, you know, kind of tense and tight and flexing muscles and yeah. putting a lot of effort behind something mm-hmm. and maybe not quite getting the most benefit out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I put. I have athleticism skills. So similar to what you said, balance and eye coordination parts of golf where it's like you never have the same shot twice. Like for the most yeah. part, you know, the parts of golf that aren't, just done on like a flat mat, like mm-hmm. a driving range mat. Yeah. Um, so that take. So it's like I, I put then getting to maybe the next one I hit. Like technical is to me more of like learning the game or like your skills in like a almost like a flat controlled environment. Mm-hmm. And then the physical skills get to like you're out on the course yeah. trying to like Ooh, adapt. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think adapt. technical is a very controlled environment, right? And then, yeah, physical is like how are you going to now judge? Like how can you – use your body to help really just use your nervous system to, yeah. to judge how these, this environment might be changing. Yeah. yeah. I liked adapt when you said that. That's yeah. a good way to think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Cause like if you spend there's plenty of people who like can hit every shot perfectly on the driving range, but then on the golf course, they like don't score that well. And like, well, how are they not scoring mm-hmm. well? And it's like, okay, there's certain things that are, that are lacking. And maybe it's this, this physical one of like, you know, Pete always talks about golf as a was a field hockey game first. Like the aspects of golf that are that are moving and hitting the ball and yep. reacting and adapting. Like um, I think that's what it where it goes. Um, so technical. So for balance, I have th- or for physical, I have three things: balance, hand-eye coordination, adapting. Do we want to add anything? I I like that. Yeah, no. I like the adapting a lot. I think um look at that like what athlete, general athleticism. Yeah. Um and and I would I, like sequencing would be kind of mm, like the Yeah, that fits into athleticism, me, but I think, think that fits under yeah. athleticism okay. and yeah. hand-eye coordination yeah. honestly okay. too. Would you put anything in there about like injuries or lack thereof like literally your physical your physique? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if somebody has a shoulder issue, mm. it's going to limit their their physical mm. game. Sure. Well, could you say? Would you, could you say a shoulder issue is going to like just make them less athletic? So it's yeah, like no, it could be included in there. Down. I, yeah. 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 I see. Um, all right. Technical. What? What makes a good technical player? <laughs> in your opinion. Oh God. Golf coaches, professionals. Should have the answer. Uh, face, uh, I think being able to deliver the club to the center of the face more often than not. Yeah, or like as much as you can. Or as much yeah. as you can, right? Like if you can hit the sweet spot more often than not, then I think your technique is very good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, more that's often ha- than not, that could be like 51 and 49. You'd probably mean more than that. Do you have a different number? I'm um, just curious. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, to me, How I, often I think do you face, hit the center of I, the face. I have no idea. What do you think? If I were to hit 10 shots, I think I'm going to hit it pretty darn good 
seven or six eight. Six and a half times. Six and a half? Six and a half. I'm, giving, I'm wow. going back to the decimals it's like this. <laughs> seven? Six or seven? I, yeah. I think five of them would be really good. And I think two of them would be like pretty good, maybe a little off center, and then I might have a couple throwaways. Okay. Cool. But I think of that like um, the face tape where yeah. it's like, hey, is it touching the bullseye? Yeah. You know, almost every mm-hmm. time or, or in the bullseye or touching it. Okay. Or the wear pattern on the like the yeah. digital face tape on the track, man. It's like, hey, let's hit let's hit twenty shots here or like just look at this after every club and it's like let's see where this wear pattern is with every club that you hit and like is it favoring heel, is it favoring toe, is it or is it pretty much favoring the bullseye with just a couple one offs here and there. Yeah. Like to me that is uh like when you start seeing some some groupings of red Mm-hmm. On that that color pattern, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, and like I had a lesson with a gentleman today. We were working on some stuff, and by the end of it, like you know, we were working through some irons, and one of them, like I think he had a, probably like sixteen to eighteen shots on it, so it was like a good good sample size, and it was kind of like yellow, just smeared, kind of all over, like favoring the heel a yeah. little bit, but there was no defined red at like, hey, this is kind of where you hit it on average. It was kind of like a bigger a bigger spread for and that was kind of one of the only times i'd seen it spread out that much so i was like oh that's a that's something there Mm -hmm. yeah i mean also say like controlling the curve of your shots yeah i was gonna say awareness and control the club face so i think that's in line with that yeah Yeah. that's i'm okay it's like straight it's like strike (laughs) control in low point so maybe like turf interaction right so like yeah. Low point, face strike, and face angle. Yeah, and then if those aren't as good, then maybe there's something in the way you're swinging that that could help you. Could with help that, with, yeah. help you with that. But, but like start those are with all that. very impact oriented, yeah. which is yeah. like you know that's what. Well, that's where you start. Your you technique may, allows make, you to make better yeah. impact. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I think you have to work from there, yeah, rather than somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, um, is, what does Adam Young call those? Like the seven laws of ball flight or something? Yeah. I mean, there's more than yeah. just low and point so face-to-path what, path and whatnot. But, but. Well, our definition, though, is different than, like, doesn't necessarily have to make the prettiest swing to have good technique. Right. right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Technique is just how you deliver it back. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to look like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Because Tiger had so many different swings, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. how would you pick which one? Right. Um, mental, emotional. We had some confusion over these two and i think it's just because like if i don't quite know the the gender makeup of people who listen to this podcast but there's probably not that many women who listen and they would probably be laughing at us because it's like a, a typical like gender divide is that like guys are not in touch with That's their emotions, emotions. Yeah. and like yeah. on the pod yeah. we didn't really have any sense of what the difference between mental and emotional were because yeah. people we tend to think about like typical, think about typical. think about emotions rather than no, kind of like point. experience and connect with them i listened to the yesterday's show on the way home and the way i interpreted the two was mental felt like pre-shot or pre-round or pre-tournament and and emotional felt like your reaction. So the post shot, post round, it felt like if your preparation, your mental preparation and, and you know, what you're doing bef- prior to actually taking the club back, that feels more like on the mental side. And okay. then emotional feels like, how are you, how are you re- reacting to, to what you're doing basically? Yeah. Good and bad. That's yeah. how I interpreted it. Yeah. And, and I like that too. But I think mental mental would almost be just like awareness of like what your thoughts are and are you being present or are those thoughts like forecasting in the future mm-hmm. or are you dwelling in the past? And then to me emotional is similar to what you're saying, Pete, of how are you how are you acting or what's your attitude yeah. kinda out, out on the golf course or, or really just throughout the day. You know, do you feel excited to be there? Are you nervous to be there? Like, what what are your emotions mm-hmm. in the moment, given where you're where you're at? Right? Are you playing with friends? Are you excited to see or play with people, or are you like maybe a, a little bit more calm, or because you're playing by yourself? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I kind of yeah. 
started to read into it a little bit. I look. I actually I looked this up on Google. The difference between mental and emotional health and mental Google says is the ability to think clearly and make good decisions, and emotional is the ability to cope with and manage emotions. So, I think they're there. That's kind of what you were saying, Pete. Oh, we gotta yeah. get uh, we gotta get Ariane on the podcast. Talk about emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's always talking about coping mechanisms mm. with people. Yeah, which I think is cool. Because mm-hmm. people have, you know, they're dealing with emotions throughout the day, and certain things trigger certain emotions, and those emotions might be negative, and they need something to cope to help, like, get them back on track. I um, guess you could say. She's gonna probably listen to this and like correct me on that. But, um, <laughs> Typical. But coping mechanisms are like very important to like help people yeah. deal with what they're going through. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Sure. Typical Google definition for emotional. I know. Using the word in the definition. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Come on. We get something a little better. Yeah. No, it's I. Well, I don't think it's that bad because it's like well, certain things happen when you're playing golf and do you let those things just like control like take control of you or are you pretty good at just like staying in a good a good state and Mm -hmm. then mental is different because some people get so either excited about a shot or i mean i maybe they're they're somewhat related i i don't know do you do you guys think these should be combined into one thing or should they stay as two things because like you could say that um if you you know you're not good at controlling your emotions then you're not going to be able to think think clearly mhm i mean i think they're definitely related right like if you are let's say you're not thinking as clearly as you as you potentially could and you start yeah. making poor decisions on the golf course i think that leads into a reactive emotion from that that you're not you're not going to yeah. have a good emotion as a result of making a poor decision yeah but I, that doesn't necessarily mean like that always has to happen. It doesn't have to be a chain reaction. Just because you hit a good shot doesn't mean you have to be happy. Or just because you're, you hit a bad shot doesn't mean you have to be angry. Right? Mm. Like yeah. there could be. I, I think I, they and can I stay. think that's where the separation could come in to where it could be a pro and a con of yeah. your reactions to, to certain things or your decision making. So I, I, I don't know. I'm in favor of keeping them different, even though they are yeah. related. Yeah. I think they can stay separate. All right. Next is social. Mm. What do you think this means? Why does it have to, what does it have to do with peak performance? Mm. I, yeah, I'm a default to you guys on this one. I just like playing with my friends. That's yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, you can just try to guess is like, what, what were they, what are yeah, they going for? They it's just, um, to say that this is an important thing and actually like, just as important to develop as like your technical skills. That makes me think that this is more geared towards your average weekend player okay. and not like a top tier player, not like a college golfer or a professional. Because like I would argue of all of these, that would be the least important. Okay. To have success in, in competitive. Well, goals. no, how could you, let's just, we're, let's assume that it is important. How would you define <laughs> it as if it were that important? Uh, I think I have an example. Okay, go, go for ahead. It. Go so, ahead. so I have a, um, an adult student who I've seen a couple times and she is a pretty high level, um, executive at a, at a consulting company. And so she gets invited to like some really cool golf trips, um, to like host customers and whatnot. So she's going to stream song here pretty soon. And she's like, I need help. Like, you know, gotta get, gotta get my game in, in check or whatnot. And she, you know, she told me, it's like, Hey, my goals are like one. I just don't want to like feel embarrassed. I kind of want to feel like I know what I'm doing and just have some things to like work on while I'm out there. But she's like, I really, I just want to go out there. She's like, I'm always going to be fun to be with out there. Like I enjoy the social aspect of golf. And so that's kind of her motivator is to like, feel like she can hang with playing and not be there just for social, but really that social aspect of golf is like really the reason why she plays because she wants to be able to take advantage of some of these opportunities to go and, and uh, 
work with the customers in a different atmosphere than just like in the boardroom, I, I mm. imagine. So that's a, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have clients like that too every once in a while or who like just play golf for, for like the social part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know that. That was just like the, when she was explaining to me like this trip and why she wanted to prepare for it, it was like, wow, this is like a really social thing for you. I feel like, I mean, and maybe social isn't right. Cause it's like, I mean, they're socializing while they're like doing business. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, she needs to be, on in a golf course setting to like in order to like mm. kind of make this happen almost so she's not coming in to cool. learn how to break 80 she's coming in with different goals and her goals are yeah. more socially inclined than yeah you know yeah yeah but what do you think about like when you've played with people who either they're like doing really well or they're doing really poorly and you can tell that they just have like no sense of the other people in their group with them have you had that experience yeah. yeah yes so that to me that person would be a low level on the social scale mm -hmm. and that that would be a that would be a place for them to develop because they're too they're too internally they're too internally focused on themselves yeah and like themselves yeah. being the only thing that that matters which is not a healthy place a healthy yeah, no, place I, to I be. I know a lot of people and like so, that. They're really yeah. annoying to play with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so about them. It's like, yeah. come on. Not yeah. only not healthy for the individual, but not healthy for the overall sport. Like, yeah. golf's a communal game. Like, you, I mean, Pete talks about this all the time. Like, it, you, you're responsible for what the, the impact you have on the golf course, both physically and, and everything else. Like, you make a divot, you replace it, you make a ball mark, you fix it. Like, rake the bunkers, stuff like that. Like if you don't, if you're one of those people in your example who's just in their own in their own world, whether they're playing really well or really poorly, they're probably both affecting themselves yeah. and everyone else. Yeah, so those times when they're like either inconsiderate, yeah, inconsiderate of you, like they don't watch your shots, mm -hmm. whatever, that's more of, um, I think, like a symptom of like something deeper inside them that like if they wanted to develop themselves like that's something that they should they should look at mm -hmm. that they might be able to reach this like peak performance more often right. if they were if they were able to do that yeah. yeah um so i think like those two examples are like on both ends of the spectrum yeah. right yeah of and the person you're describing yeah. as someone that is like so internal and then the yeah. person that i'm kind of working with is like very on the external side of it where she's just you know it's more focused on like hey is this group having fun are these people having mm -hmm. fun like i don't really my my game is not as important as the fun atmosphere of the group. Oh, Although that. she does recognize, hey, I do want to like get better at my game so that I can kind of like maybe relate with these people a little mm -hmm. bit more. Yeah. But she's there to like to talk and have fun and mm -hmm. and make sure that people have a good experience. So yeah. I think that like that's a cool way to kind of compare and contrast. Yeah. I mean, I think you could still, as you said, Pete, you could still be like a really good golfer without yeah. social things, but sure. like. Like, like tiger, tiger. yeah but but <laughs> he so he won he won everything but then he had like a complete like breakdown like yeah spiritually physically and fam you know whatever like yeah. everything in his life literally collapsed probably because of this like internal focus and not and like no care for anyone else so yeah it's like not a sustainable thing that's like, different than not not being sustainable or and not being able to succeed in the game are two different things. I think yeah, he just, clearly succeeded how... for decades with that, yeah. with a very, that would be his lowest score yeah. of all of these. Yeah. And we haven't gotten the spirit but of the game But this is just measuring, this is just measuring like how you would like look to de like develop, develop yourself. Right. Like he, his technique. He's a zero So he, that. it's a, Tiger's a great example because he was always, and maybe to a fault, like focused on his technique. Right, like he was always trying to, he was changing things probably too much. Like people think he, there's, there's like popular golf writers who say that like he would have won many more majors if he like didn't change as often. Mm -hmm. So whether you agree with that or not, it still is like, oh, his place for like when he, sometimes he did it for injury, but other times was like, oh, I need to get better. I can't hit, I can't hit every shot that I want to hit, even though he like won all these tournaments in a row. So mm -hmm. that's where he defaulted rather than developing some of these other things. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think he would have had a longer and better career if he if he had a better social score? Yeah, because then because he probably wouldn't have like cheated on his wife with Perkins waitresses and <laughs> well, stuff like that, and because he would have been maybe. a more healthy person. I think this has to do with like yeah, social is like how you interact with other people in your group, but also is like in your life as well. And I don't think there's that much of a there's not that much of a difference between them. Yeah, that, but like, I, I'm just I guess that, we don't have to get lost in the weeds here. I'm just thinking that it, there, you could make an argument the opposite that like because he was such a loner, because he kept to himself, because his social score was so low, he focused all on the other six category or other five categories, which brought him to where he got to. He was an ins- like basically an insane person for yeah. his, the majority of his life. Yeah, you know. So I don't know, but it's an interesting point, case those, study though. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, it's like like Rory. I would say he has a really good score there. He seems like a guy who is probably really fun to play golf with. I don't know that for a fact, yeah. but he seems like the opposite of that, of Tiger. Yeah. And he's had a long, great career, but yeah. maybe not not to the level of Tiger yeah. for it's a variety like of reasons. You could be like, oh, Tiger was the best ever because of this, or it's like, could he have been even better or, you know, yeah. if, you had, if he had done certain things differently? We'll so. never know, but fun to think about yeah um all right last wait so we don't really have a definition for social yet did we agree on one (laughs) no i don't know i don't know how to (laughs) i don't know how to word (laughs) it um I, i i think you could probably bring it back to the same definition of like what they were saying in your intro of like are you external or are you internal Socially, do you like to keep more to yourself, or are you like? Yeah, but how would you rate that on a scale of, of five of development of something you could get better at, like respect for others? Yeah, I think it's yeah. getting to that. Yeah. It's like care for others, noticing others, yeah. noticing their shots, yeah. um, complimenting a good shot. Yeah, but um, it's just like a general like care for other, like not not holding yourself to like too highly or like too much as a center. Like right. you're not the center. You're one of four people in the group. And so like, as long as you see that you're one of four people in the group, that's a better place to play from and to reach peak performance mm-hmm. from than if you're like, I am the only one that matters in this yeah. group. That's actually going to like make things like harder for you. Yeah. So asleep, awake, right. alert. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. Last one. Spirit of the game. Wow, what do you what do you guys think? What's the spirit of the game? Well, I think we're starting to I think we're starting to touch on it, talking about the the social part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I think they're different. Well, I think they are too. But I think I think we're like kind of starting to. But like the communal little. aspect of golf, yeah, I yeah. think is involved in both the social and the and the uh, spirit of the game. Okay, I think like yeah. like make. What is the is it like the Cub Scout thing? Like make the campsite better than when you, or leave it better leave than no when trace. you got there or something? Yeah, yeah no leave trace. no trace. Like, as a golfer, you have a responsibility to to clean up after yourself on the golf course, right? Because no yeah. one else is going to do it for you unless you have a caddy. But most people don't. I think that's a small part of spirit of the game. Okay. Yeah, uh, like in a uh, sense of integrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but where did like the are you spirit doing the right thing when nobody's looking? Spirit of the game is like what is like what are like the most what's like the at its like deepest level like what is this like what is this game without all of like the extras? Right. Uh, yeah, and I think to me it, it comes down to just your enjoyment of like why like trying to answer the question why do you play in the first place? Yeah. Why are you drawn to it? Mm-hmm. And if you can. If you can answer that question, then I think you can start to define what your what your definition of the spirit of the game is. Because I I almost want to say that how I would describe my spirit of the game would be different than what Tiger's is. I think Tiger would say my spirit of the game is winning majors. No, what do you think is the spirit of the <laughs> game of golf? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everybody's got a different answer to that. No, but there must be. Well, a we we are we've. We are using clubs that are well outdated, well outdated. We're using less than the clubs you're allowed to use. Like, what? Where does that fit into this? You tell me. 
I don't know. I don't know how to define it, but okay. I think it fits in there somewhere. Yeah, it we're not we're not using we're not using the excuse of equipment for the, our lack of of sure. scores or our lack sure. of skill. But or whatever. It, it it touches that like what's the purpose of of the game? Is it to like I think is it a competition or is it something else? Right? Is is like the competition or the score the only thing that matters? And so I have to get like everything absolutely per, you know perfect and finely tuned to using the latest you know all of the latest technology yeah. and mm-hmm. you know take all of the latest lessons i have to do everything has to be like boom 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 in order for me to to like do this thing well or is there some of like i think golf probably started with just a guy hitting a rock with with a stick over a, over a hill mm-hmm. right and so there's like some of that uh i don't know yeah. I think that's the the more you can touch on on those things of like the yeah. adventure and the the wonder and like the miracles that can happen. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to think of like examples of when I've heard somebody say, "Hey, like you know, play with the spirit of the game or keep the integrity." And you know, yeah, you think of some of these like older it. golf movies yeah. or like you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, greatest game ever played or whatever. And it's like this is a gentleman's sport, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> so it's like, um, I think integrity. I think. I think if you're playing with integrity of like, you know, giving everything your best effort, you know, playing for enjoyment, I think is a big part of it. Playing out of, you know, trying to find a fa- something that fascinates you, I think yeah. is cool, mm-hmm. which would be different for different yeah. people. But I, I agree with what you're saying is like, it started very simple, you yeah. know, hitting hitting balls with sticks in fields that sheep were grazing on, yeah. right? We should, we, and then yeah. starting to use the land and the way it moved to yeah. kind of create courses and challenges to go around, and there's mm-hmm. a sense of adventure with that and, mm-hmm. and a connection with being outside with nature, and I think that's really cool too. And so, like, if you can kind of start to look at it from that perspective and say, hey, well, what do I like about those kinds of fundamental things – yeah. Then I think you're. I think you've got a good spirit of the game if you can connect to something like that. Yeah, but it's. I. A, I, I don't know. I'm struggling to like think more about that or yeah. have a, a clear definition yeah. for everyone yeah. on that one. Yeah, because I mean, not everyone's gonna have the. It, yes, people will have different. There's different things that people play golf for, but they could. They don't. No one has to play golf for the spirit of the game. Like, you know, people who are like drinking six beers and not per nine holes like play golf once a week big like, on the social scale <laughs> big on the social scale but like that to me is not that that's like that's making golf into a bowling bowling alley sure. experience which is well, less I, about less than the spirit of game to me i don't drink six beers per nine holes but i, I to defend that hypothetical person i think golf <laughs> for me my spirit of the game is like making memories so uh, yeah. it's more so like shots making yeah. i think you mentioned sure. miracles like goes back to one of our old podcasts with peter like something about creating the shot making the shot you know planning for that and then executing the shot that's what i think i don't know how to define this but something about making miracles i would put in there yeah i would be interested to see what pete's definition of this would be i think he'd give a nice eloquent response but yes he would it's all right um yeah, I, I mean, they from this paragraph I read earlier, they're like Wilbur's like spiritual experiences can occur in sports, and so like golf is a place where like you could have these experiences that are like beyond just like ordinary mm-hmm. experiences, um, connect you know connecting with things that you can't you know everyone's had these experiences that they can't necessarily like, describe or like explain. I think like hitting a golf shot, like why do you why does that like feel good or why do you like that? It's like a hard thing to describe yeah, that absolutely. that answer but it's just a way it, it's your mind and your body are you're connecting in a way with also the world and things outside you that i think is a really unique experience to have which to me it goes beyond like oh you should enjoy like make sure you have fun playing golf like you can have fun playing like so many things sure. that's just yeah um, but I think making making memories is, is sure that's an it important too. part. Yeah, so yeah. whether it's whether yeah. that's how those people make memories of people that are drinking twelve beers per round or <laughs> or you're treating it like it's bowling. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't do that myself. But that's a, that, I don't think it's any. I don't know. They might not get a high of, as high of a that's score I mean. in the game as I would get. But there's more. To, there's there's <laughs> potentially more to it. There's more to it than 
the there's it's, definitely it's more better. To it. it can be there's more to it than golf as a bowling as a bowling alley. For no, sure. No offense to to you and your bowling league, Pete. Starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Seven fifteen. Fireside bowling. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait to hear. Um, I'm a fill-in though. I'm not full-time oh, squad. Oh, you didn't but say I, that. Well, it's maybe I'll be a full-time. Okay. It's my tryout. Not really. Yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, so I right. thought of a way to to rate to rate these. Do you guys have any thoughts of like how you would how you would like a better way to score them than we did yesterday? Uh, we did one through five yesterday. Yeah, but we didn't. Five being the best. We had a trouble. I think it's still one through I think five. Define the number though. We had trouble defining the number. Are we compare? Yeah. Who are we comparing ourselves to? Is it all golfers? Is it the best golfers? Do you have any thoughts about that? Because I have one. Go ahead. I think cool. you should imagine someone one step above you mm, I like that. and one step below you. And then you're rating yourself. Yeah. Based, I was on, gonna, based on that. I was going to, my mind kind of went where like it might go for like a club championship at a country club of like there's different flights yeah. based yeah. on handicap yeah. or kind of experience. So like there's going to be like the championship mm. flight with like a bunch of scratch golfers, yeah. you know, yeah. or so kind of the same thing to you. It's like, yeah. well, what flight are you going into yeah. based on yeah. where you're at in your current yeah. journey? Right. Mm-hmm. Is your handicap kind of high? Yeah. Is it kind of low? Yeah. How much are you playing? How much time are you putting in? Where do you need yeah. to compete yeah. or where do you need to fall into to, you know, I like that. Make it. What did you mean by one step above, one step below? I mean, kind of like that. Yeah, like think of a golfer who's be- who you feel like is not like but better based on better, score. But yeah, but just like yeah, better like a better, better like skills. a better performer, yeah, better, better skills. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. not just someone who like beats you once. Like that would be someone who's like on the same level as mm-hmm. you, but as like someone who is like. Be, maybe beyond. Like, I, think, I think like for us, like a step up would be like like probably a Danny Fisher. Like it's like really really good, but like he's not quite up to like a tour pro yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. But like he's gonna beat me every time. Yeah. I might beat him in a putting contest here and there, but you know. Yeah. So then, now, so even. then my next idea was that the average, the average of your scores then needs to be like around three, could be a little above three or a little below three. Does that make sense? Because you're comparing yourself to someone who's like maybe a little better than you and a little worse than you. So like if you do go through this and all of your scores are like a fours and fives, like ours were, then now it's like you're we're actually yourself you're closer yourself to that person that's the better same than as you. the person that's better than you. So you're not so actually you're, should, like, you're saying it should be closer to 18 than like a total score. Yeah. Right. So then the question becomes not what's your total points, but like where do those points you know, where do those point? Where do you? Where do you particularly like allocate those points? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So let's. Hey, yeah. Let's, no, that makes sense. Let's, Are we rescoring? Yeah. That? Yeah. We're gonna pause. We're gonna pause the pod and then spend some time doing this instead of doing it. Yeah, we're not gonna do it live. Here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry yeah. for all the pauses yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Uh, in terms of like, I didn't have a specific person, but I thought with that of that hypothetical person would look okay, like. Okay. Okay. Uh, I first ranked mine in order from like what I thought would be my number one to my number six, nice. and I actually that made me change some scores when I actually did that. So I thought that was a good way to go about it. Um, for physical, I gave myself a four. I don't know why. I didn't have any fives on here. I didn't. Wow. I feel like a five is exceptional. Mm, okay. I don't think I'm exceptionally physically. Well, but it's just relative to. I know. I know. That's true. But I think okay. a four is above. Okay. That's above four is them. pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, mental, I gave myself a three. Okay. Uh, I think Wait, I we need to go in order. Physical, oh, then technical, then mental, then emotional. So technical is next. I put a three for technical. Three. Okay. Then mental. Yeah, unless you want to say anything more about your technique. No, I, I think I'm a three. I think I'm slightly better than the person below me and slightly worse than the person above me. All right. As far as technical goes. Okay. Um, mental. mental. I gave myself a three. Okay. <laughs> uh. I think I would have scored myself lower in the past. 
Um, and again, similar to the technical, I think I'm slightly better than the person below me in flight, the flight below me, and slightly better than, or worse than the one above me. Um, emotional, I gave myself a two. Uh, I think I'm still at heart a very competitive person, and I can let that get the best of me uh, at times. Mm. It doesn't show as much as it once did, but it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. Um, actually, quick little side story that I thought about when I rated that. I went to Florida to visit my grandparents in, um, over the winter break, and I played nine holes with my wife, Kate, and I think on hole four or five, it was a perfect day. It was like 75 degrees. We're on, like, literally on vacation. Like, it, there's nothing at that time. There was no, no worries in the world. And I, like, found myself getting mad at, like, a shot I hit on the fourth hole. And Kate was like, it's okay. I'm like, you're right. It is okay. <laughs> but it, in there, it's still in there. So, anyway, gave myself a two. Is it social, social next? Yeah. I gave myself a two for social. Wow. Nice. I, again, at heart, I'm an introvert. I enjoy playing by myself. I love playing with you guys. I love playing with the rest of the guys here. I love playing with friends and family. But um, I have a past of not being the most pleasant on the golf course. It's getting better. But if I had to rate it, that was my sixth of six. Oh, was social. Okay. So I gave myself a two for that. Okay. And spirit of the game, I am, as I'm thinking out loud, I'm giving myself a five for that. Oh. So I do have a five. Oh, it was a four. I'm giving myself a five. That adds up to 19. That's great. I think nice. my spirit of the game is number two behind physical. Oh. and uh, But now I think it might as well be T1 because it's the highest score, so it might right. as well be first. Okay. Yeah. I play with nine clubs, play with persimmon clubs. I don't care about equipment as much as I used to, and certainly less than the average average golfer. Yeah. And I think I embrace the spirit of the game more than yeah, ever. I think. Sure. Yeah, man, for All sure. Right. So those are my scores, 19 total. That is four and a half less than yesterday. Yeah. Wow. All right. Jansen. Okay. Uh, physical gave myself a four as well. Okay. I always think there's room for improvement there. I'm a, I feel like I'm very in tune with my body. Like I know, I just, I know how to feel things and, and all that. So I think that's pretty good, but you know, five, I don't know. I think there's still some still some things that I could improve on. So physical for mental, I went with with a decimal here, two and a half. Oh, wait, you skipped technical. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, technical, I went with a three as well uh, as Pete. So I still feel like I can have some big misses, you know, off the face okay. and uh, spray the ball around every once in a while. But I feel like um, it's very. My ball flight's, you know, repeatable. The ball's going to kind of curve the same way almost every time, and that makes me feel pretty good. But it's not quite as maybe reliable as the person that's above me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's next, mental? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mental, I went two and a half. Again, similar to yesterday. I think I gave myself a three yesterday or something like that. But I just feel like I have a lot of information a lot of knowledge, but I need to maybe spend some time on maybe cutting down some weeds and figuring out what's good for me uh, with with that. Um, emotional, I put a three. I'm always pretty darn excited to be able to go play when I get the chance to, and so I always have a sense of excitement, I feel like, when I'm playing. Uh, but sometimes I think I, I will get a little jittery if I haven't played in a while, and and I think that could uh, may- maybe some nerves here and there. Or maybe my body will respond in a way that I wasn't expecting of like, you know, getting maybe a little too tired too quickly because I wasted a lot of energy because I was so excited mm-hmm. um, early on. So I think uh, managing those emotions, there's some room for improvement there. Uh, so I gave myself a three in the middle of the boat there. I'm going to s- – my social I, – I originally gave myself a four, but I'm going to – I, I could see this two different ways for me. I could either give myself a two or I could give myself a four. So I'm going to meet in the middle and I'm going to go to a three. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the reason why is like I feel like when I play with maybe my brother or my dad, I'm always trying to like make that experience really fun for them and like, you know, share some of the stuff we're doing here and just like be engaged in the group because like I feel like my 
brother can be like pretty quick to judge some shots and especially my like my dad has a bad hole like you're not going to talk to him but for about half an hour because like, the next two holes are going to be pretty bad uh, until he like figures so, figures it out sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. sorry dad with his new swing uh, jake yeah exactly and then jake's great um He's good, but you know he'll get frustrated every once in a while too. He'll he'll uh, you know he'll balance on that tightrope for as long as he can, and then he'll just be like, "God, all right, I'm just I'm fed up with it now." <laughs> you know, he tries to be as positive for as long as he can, and then sure. it'll blow up every once. In a while. So I, I feel like I'm kind of the equalizer in the group sometimes oh, yeah. between the three of us when we're playing as a family. But I feel like with you, with you guys, like I can be pretty quiet, pretty introverted, just because I know we're all there and having a good time. But like I don't feel like I have to maybe be as mm-hmm. social as I. But I don't think that I don't think that takes away from your social score. I think it's no. just like social does not have to mean mean extroverted. It's just no, like true. you're yeah, noticing no, others true, and I you're carrying like, others and you don't like introverted does not mean yeah. that you're selfish or no, you're only no, no. thinking about yourself. So like you could be quiet in a group and still have a high social score. True. Um based on the, how you're treating like you said your dad like doesn't talk to him for 30 minutes when normally <laughs> he like does talk to people for 30 minutes. So it's like it's that's such like a if you're like going up and down on all those different things like yeah. that's like you also could talk big like, t- chat in a storm up the fairway but like you never watch a person's ball or whatever like there's other ways to like be extroverted mm-hmm. and have low social scores that's yeah so I, I gave myself a three there just because i don't know i just feel like sometimes the the group might kind of make you make it dependent on like how you kind of sure. act a, a little bit sure. but i always feel like very respectful to the people that I'm playing with. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, the spirit of the game, um, I'm, I'm upgrading to a, to a four there because I, I just feel the same way. Like I don't care how many clubs I'm playing. I don't really care what the clubs are, especially Persimmon. All my clubs are broken right now. I have some new ones on the way, mm-hmm. but like I have like a hodgepodge of clubs in the bag right now, yeah. and I'm so happy playing because like, and it, to me it feels like you don't great. care where you're playing either. No. Is that fair to say? Oh, I, I could care less where I'm playing. Like, like you don't need like a perfectly manicured golf no. course to enjoy no. yourself. I've been spoiled in the past to play like a ton of great golf courses that are perfect, <laughs> like perfect, and I've also like had the pleasure to like find some hidden gems. And so I think um, as long as I'm getting out. Mm-hmm. And the ball's in the air. It's going to be a good time, and I don't care what's in the bag. Let's, right. let's do it. All so, right. uh, definitely a four there. God, it might even be a five. Oh, might even be a five. Technical. Give myself. Uh, no, that sorry, that was it. So that yeah, that's it for me. Uh, that totals up to a nineteen and a half. Oh, great, great. Like, I mean, you're just you're if you're just comparing yourself to someone who's like uh, one level ahead of you or below you. Like, it's okay if some of these are fives. You know, so yeah, yeah. So. No, I mean, I think I think all of us in this room here are. I think our spirit of the game is probably right up there. Yeah, with the best. Not many people make podcasts about the spirit of the game. No, so. no, they don't. All right, no, they don't. All right, I'll go through mine quickly. Physical. As you guys were talking, I kind of wanted to change these, but that's you know, how I felt like, when you were talking. So I had. It's so hard. I had I put physical a two and technical a two, because I think that. I don't necessarily like someone who's a little bit like a step below me, like let's say a four or five handicap. Like I don't necessarily like hit the ball like that much better than them. Like, or my swing doesn't like look that much better than them. Maybe you guys would disagree. Not sure. You Um, hit the ball pretty well. I don't, I don't. All right. I was just trying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, maybe I do hit the ball really. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to like really take this, challenge of like coming up with these scores and run with it a little bit because like mm-hmm. something has to be something has to yeah. be low right there has to For be sure. some reason that i like play pretty good golf and i think like i do hit the ball well but i like J- when jance and i used to play together like all the time like you would if someone was watching and didn't see the score, they would think you beat me by ten shots. Right. Be, and you then, but we'd have the same we score. Would almost always have the same score. My balls, take you're literally like two strokes. You would just like be straight down the middle, down. straight down the middle on the yeah. green, and I would be like off to the side. But then I'd like somehow make a birdie from there, or like I'd have like a weird chip. So it's like I know those are maybe like technical and physical skills, like recovery shots and stuff like that. But I think mm-hmm. I'm I almost, I'm almost attributing those skills more to like the my like mental and emotional and maybe even spirit of the game being higher as opposed to like the technique and like athleticism 
Yeah. So, and I think for you, like playing with you long enough, like I would be the opposite of that, right? Like I'm, I'm higher in the physical and the technical side, but it took me a while to start to almost kind of buy into some of the spirit of the game stuff. And like, you know, you rubbed off on me a lot and, uh, as that to where like, okay, these, these other categories are, are starting to creep up a little bit. And I feel like that's allowing me to enjoy golf a lot Mm -hmm. more than I used to in the past. And so I think you and I are again. If, you, if somebody was watching and they didn't know what the score was, like that's a good point. They're we are yeah. complete opposites, but I think that's like why it's so fun to play with and against each yeah. one another. Yeah, because yeah. just the <laughs> it's black and white, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, four. I for mental, I put four. I feel like I have make good decisions. I don't. I don't. I don't really take like unnecessary risks pretty good at punching out when i need to <laughs> but you're also but pretty I good am, at like miracle shots too no, yeah that you took did take I some risks it, it, if you i know? see the if i see the window in the tree i'm good at i'm good yeah. at hitting it but that's a smart like i know i have but i guess that's more on the physical side because how do we define physical with like athleticism hand-eye yeah, coordination yeah. so it's physical but i think that's under that's somewhere to like the mental wherever you where do you put like imagination is that under maybe emotions I'm not sure i should have mm. thought about that um because I have, if I, yeah, my imagination score would be high, but I'm good at like, if I'm in the trees, I can like, I'm like punch out and then I like somehow get really like locked in over that next shot and like can hit it and hit it close. Yeah. I, yeah. Like remember when our persimmon round that we did the podcast about that, uh, yes, um, I do hole that. three, I snap poke yes. drive yes. out of bounds. Like. It went like 50 yards. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it went so far left so short, but, (laughs) but then my next shot was a good shot, but then it was behind the tree. Yeah. Literally dead behind the trees on the left on hole three at sunset. So then I chip out and then I hit that one to like a foot and tap in for a double. I think (laughs) it had to be a double because I re-hit off the tee. But still like, I I feel like I do plays like that more often than, than other people where um, 100% and so I don't know I guess I don't know like do you think is this a fit is this an accurate like points level of that like maybe we need to add a seventh category uh, to imagination <laughs> it might be its own category honestly. yeah but I think it's under mental I'm putting it under mental no I think it's a, yeah I think, I think it's, it's under it's mental maybe spirit of the game I yeah. don't know or spirit Control, of the game. controlling sure. your thoughts and yeah. decision making yeah. that yeah. was the thoughts, definition decision that's, making alright yeah. thoughts decision making emotional I put three um that's just because, like, when, like, f- when, when it, whenever it's like turns into like a competition, like staff trip, like it takes me a little bit to like get into it, and I think that's just like lack of experience or, sure. so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I have some. I guess I've been better at it lately. In the past, I've had trouble like getting like fully engaged into like wanting to do my best that I could. My dad always like talked growing mm-hmm. up like golf is not like golf is just for fun. Like it's not it's not a competition like these other sports. And so like I'm always like fighting against just that a little your bit. Way into it or, yeah, so or I'm like, like, oh okay, we're yeah, here, like happy cool. to be here, blah blah yeah. blah. But like oh well, it could like be like, Oh, your... I'm gonna try to do my best at this thing. I feel that like I'm that's doing. always reflective of your your team's score the first day of the staff trip oh, yeah, the sure. last two years. You yeah. know, like I feel like the story is the front nine specifically. The front yeah. nine has been disastrous the last two years and the back nine has been glory. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> you know, has. It's yeah. a barrage of birdies yeah. coming in. And yeah. uh, so I think that there's yeah. some truth there. Yeah. Um, social, I put four. I feel like I'm pretty good at, yeah, at this. Good. I feel like I, and I was, I was like thinking back to a match that we had, Pete, like back when you and Steve had the, <laughs> it, I think we're the dream team. The so dream one team. One summer, two summers ago, yeah. you and Steve. Still going on, but. I, I think it was against me, uh, when you just you just rated yourself low, and I thought of this the moment that like is like I think it was again at Spring Valley. And it was I think it was Zach was on my team or Rob, but maybe the right. same thing could have happened both times. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but like you, it was like you, you guys oh, as I far know. as like the group, like you were winning. You're up by like two or three, and it was like we were having, and I feel like the we were still just like hanging out, kind of like mm-hmm. having fun, but then it's like my team like we won two holes in a row and mm-hmm. it was like all of a sudden tied or like we were all of a sudden up one when we like had been like yeah. not even really in the match that yeah. much and like 
it just like for you guys like a switch like flipped and you just like got so ma- i don't know if it's mad but intense. it was just like intense, intense and yeah just, competitive like, you yeah. weren't like you weren't it wasn't the same it wasn't the same like yeah. vibe and not that it always has to be exactly the same but that was like dramatically different <laughs> than like yeah the, the minute before the, the, and so the, the team of steve and pete too that that fuels the fire because yeah. like i i feel like i'm playing uh the the cheerleader in that group I really do. And this is nothing against Steve, I think, yeah. which is not a, a, a place I'm familiar with. Got it. Like, I'm, that's not yeah. me. Yeah. No, so, like, when sure. we're in that for group, sure. I have to be like, I yeah. have to carry yeah. the group <laughs> emotionally. Yeah. And I'm, I gave myself a two yeah. in emotional. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm that's a two tough. that's trying yeah. to carry the group, you know? So, that's a, t- that's a tough spot to be. So, I, I, I remember the story. <laughs> yeah. the so, I feel like I try to, like, be the same. Like, and maybe this is, like, to my detriment. I'm not sure. Maybe I. Uh, but like try to be the same regardless of like what's happening you know yeah. and not yeah. be so so i think yeah, that's I think like that's yeah. okay contributes to a high social to score to yeah. yeah yeah for sure um so yeah spirit of the game i put i put five nice so, saw that coming um yeah yeah right um all right this is fun i like you the guys, ranking system yeah this, this was, was uh this was good to to think through and work through together so everybody should go do their scores again because they did them yesterday and probably they wasn't wrong. Probably added up to twenty eight or twenty seven or something. Yeah. So, um, all right, yeah. guys. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you next time. Before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life.